0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about opting out of samsara. What it is, what it means, and how to take daily steps every day towards achieving this goal. So first of all, I think many of us has either gotten a call or had conversations with or experienced this feeling of being in the edge. And being on the edge essentially is feeling trapped in a situation that you feel just gives you no choice but to suffer. This can include being stuck in a living situation you don't like, being stuck in a job you don't like, being stuck with partners or responsibilities we don't like. Essentially, we feel that every cell in our body is just bursting with suffering because we are just stuck in a circumstance that doesn't allow us to feel joy. And when one person is stuck in a situation like that long enough, they start to feel that they themselves are just made of suffering. And I recently had a conversation with someone close to me where they essentially expressed this. They told me that they felt like there was nothing worth or meaningful in their life anymore because they just felt so much despair and suffering in the experiences they were having. And in hearing this, for me, what I felt is, first of all, we can't just take full responsibility for all of our suffering. It's also the situations that we're in. When you're in, for example, a job where your co-workers are cruel to you and your manager is unfair can you truly say that you are only creating the suffering by yourself the same could be said for when you're living in a place with roommates or with family that is bothering you and is not considerate and respectful of you even though all of these factors are not under your control they're still causing you suffering and so i think a big, big step of dismantling that sense of frustration is reducing the blame that you have on yourself and this idea that we ourselves are solely the reason for the suffering because they're not. When we're stuck in unfavorable situations, we suffer. If those situations go away, if we have more autonomy and freedom and respect and fairness from others, will definitely feel better. But what do you do when you feel that you're stuck in a system that is constantly putting you in situations where you're dependent on the favor of others, you're dependent on other people to essentially treat you well and to think well of you in order to succeed? These situations can include being in school, being in a family, raising a family, also being in a job, things like that. How do we really live happily when so much of our happiness, so much of our stability, so much of our success in life depends on what other people think of us and on factors, on circumstances that are out of our control. I think the only way to really deal with it lies in the answer of really the monastic way of life, which is to opt out. Of course, not every temple does this, but I believe that the goal of the monastic way of life is essentially to opt out. And that means not having a job, not having a family, being able to fully focus 100% of your efforts, not on consuming, not on being an active member of society per se, but on yourself and developing your spiritual strength and just focusing on your joy and your happiness. Of course, for many of us, it's not so easy to just jump into monastic way of life But I do really think, and based on my observations and the conversations I have with people, that simply continuing life, the way that society has dictated to us, which is to be born, to go to school, to get a job, to get married, to have kids, and then eventually die. This blueprint does not set us up for happiness and enlightenment and the reason is because it constantly keeps us busy and it constantly traps us in circumstances where we are over and over again dependent on conditions that are out of our control. For example, in school, we are essentially dependent on grading systems that are out of our control, that we have to conform to. When we work, we have to conform to rules and to managers and to expectations that we are also not in control. When we're in a relationship with someone, we have to conform to their ideas and their opinions and hope that they are not going to leave us for someone else. But that's, again, not out of our control. And in aging and in working, we're, again, dependent on the health of our bodies in order to move around in society and to be an active part of life around us because that's the only life we have been shown. That's the only life that we've known. And this is all to say and not to say that I don't think there is some weird evil agenda. I just think that if we live a life unexamined and we just keep going, that's all we're going to just do, keep going and keep being busy. In fact, the only antidote to dealing with being on the edge is to stop, simply to stop and be conscious of how much energy you're giving to this blueprint. You're giving to these stories and to these delusions and illusions of what life should look like and start taking that power back and putting that energy into what you want your life to look like. And again, this is so much easier said than done. There's a reason why in Buddhism, it's very known that walking this spiritual path is very difficult. And I think it's because the way that we were told we should live our lives very much reinforces the continuation of samsara How on earth can we be spiritual? How on earth can we develop deeper self-awareness and become so conscious of the causes of suffering in our minds that we stop suffering if we are so busy having a job, so busy raising a family, so busy trying to deal with the plans of retirement and saving for retirement? How do you do all of those things and also work on your way to becoming enlightened. I don't think those two goals really go together. And without even knowing the cycle of life as dictated by the blueprint in society actually pushes us to continue samsara not to end it. And the only way to end it, the only way to really live a spiritually aware life is to slowly start opting out of all of those factors pushing us to keep putting ourselves in situations to keep putting ourselves and setting ourselves with expectations that things should go a certain way that we need to depend on others depend on circumstances for our success of course this comes in many stages i think the easiest stage in the first stage is mentally to disengage and I think this is as simple as observing your everyday life and becoming aware of the multiple pull factors that are essentially screaming for your attention and pulling you to go 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 to fulfill this blueprint that society has given us so the way to really stop this cycle for yourself and to opt out and to finally create some peace It begins with observation. Every day in your life, try and identify one thing that you can say no to, one thing that is pulling you towards this blueprint that you can say no to. This can be as simple as the urge to buy more, to consume more when you know you don't need it. By learning to tame that desire, you are instead putting that time and energy and money into something else within yourself that is more nurturing, that is more spiritual, that is more fulfilling. Another way to do this is to say no to an abusive situation, whether that is within your relationship, your work, with your family. I believe that taking power in your life begins by saying no to the push factors that are essentially asking you to go faster, go perform higher, to jump more, to keep going, 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 until we stop and until we re- recognize that our suffering is not just because it's all in our heads, but rather we're stuck with expectations and situations that set us up for failure, we'll never stop suffering. And it's only when we learn to stop every day, at least once a day, and continue going on that path that we slowly start to reel ourselves in and readjust our expectations, readjust our goals. Instead of following this path, which is dependent on a million different factors that are out of our control, we start thinking like, my only goal in life is to feel joy, is to feel calm, is to develop compassion for myself and others. When we readjust our view of life, where our happiness comes from changes. Even when bad things happen in different facets of of our lives, we're less affected by them because we realize that that's not why we're here. We're not here to work a job or to raise children or to save for retirement. We're here to feel joy. We're here to become aware of our suffering and to hopefully find ways to reduce it and to cure it. That's what Buddhist philosophy is all about. And without opting out, we will never leave the cycle of samsara, which is the cycle of life. We'll just continue going and going and going and being trapped in situations where we don't want to be. So... My goal for you at the end of this episode is I hope that you're able today or tomorrow to say no to a pull factor that is pushing you to have goals and expectations and ideas about your life that are not yours and to instead say no to that and have some more time and energy to stop, to reflect, to be aware and hopefully have a little more peace in your everyday life thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it and until next week please stay safe